type of medicine that trains your body to fight any foreign agent. Plants are helpful for the ecosystem. It's an electronic device for storing and processing data. The nervous system is all the collection of nerves in your body. Yeast is a eukaryote. Welcome to Spectacular Science, where it's all about science, with your host, Akshay. Ah, uh, come on, come on, when's the package gonna arrive? Oh, hey listeners, welcome back to Spectacular Science. I'm Akshay. I'm actually waiting for a package. It's a telescope. I'm going to go stargazing tonight. I'm just waiting for the package. Oh, doorbells ring. Let me go get it. Hello. Oh, thank you for the telescope. Have a nice day. (sighs) Hey, listeners, I'm back, and I got the telescope package. Let me just open the box here. Ooh, instruction manual. How nice. Um, metal telescope part. Whoa. Yeah, I think it's going to take me some time to assemble this. See you back in about four hours. Four hours later. Hey, listeners, I finally did it. It's the giant telescope. Doesn't it look great? Looks great. Now let's take this thing outside. Wow, look at all the stars in the sky. Let's see if we can spot Mars, maybe Jupiter, or even Venus. Let me just look at my telescope. Align the telescope to true north. Okay, easy does it. There we go. Whoa, look at that. It's Jupiter and Saturn. Oh, whoa, and there's Mercury. Oh, looks a little smaller than I last saw it. And there's Venus. Oh, look, there's Neptune. Oh, that's so cool. You know, I've always wondered where all these planets and of course our own sun came from. I think you know where I'm going with this. It's the origins of the solar system. An origin means the beginning of something, and I am talking about the beginning of our solar system. By the solar system, I'm talking about the sun and the eight planets. Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune. There are also other things like comets and the asteroid belt and Kuiper belt. This solar system is a very bustling neighborhood, but how did it all come up? Let me tell you the story. It all started about 4.6 billion years ago. Whoa, that's a long time ago. Back then, the solar system was just this wispy cloud of dust and material, part of a bigger cloud called a nebula. And all of a sudden, a shockwave disrupted that cloud and it started collapsing in on itself. As it started collapsing in on itself, it created a little center. The shockwave was believed to be caused by a nearby star exploding into a supernova. As it collapses in on itself, that material starts fusing together. 
The hydrogen fuses together to become helium because the pressure was so high. As it started fusing it, it produced so much energy that that little disruption in there started to form into a star. That was our sun. A baby sun, to be exact. After that, the sun started growing, sucking in all of the material around it. But it didn't gobble up all the material. It left some behind for dun, 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 the planets. Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune. All that remaining material started colliding into it, each other and started orbiting around the sun. As it started colliding into each other, it became protoplanets. Protoplanets are basically mini planets that later grow into bigger planets like the planets that we see today. Planets that are closer to the sun were the were the rocky planets like Earth, Mercury, Venus, and Mars. And then farther away from it, there were cold, icy, and gaseous planets like Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune. And it wasn't just the sun and the planets that were growing in this area. There were even tinier protoplanets called dwarf planets that started to orbit around the sun in the asteroid belt. The asteroid belt is basically a big place with unused material for other planet formations. But that isn't the end of the story. We've got comets. Comets are these little pieces of dirty ice zipping and zipping around the solar system. They orbit around the sun in a, li a little strange orbit. That's how the solar system came to be. But that isn't the end of the story. You see, all these tiny protoplanets kept clashing into each other to become bigger and bigger. That's how we got all these dwarf planets like Pluto, Ceres, and Makemake. I know it sounds weird, but that's actually a dwarf planet in the asteroid belt. The asteroid belt is just a big piece with lots of asteroids between Mars and Jupiter. Isn't that wild? But how did this solar system stay together? Well, these planets could have just floated out into space, and that would have been very bad. Thankfully, the sun started growing at that time and had a gravitational pull, which pulled the planets into a circle. And we can't forget about the moons. Planets had moons too. There were just tiny pieces of protoplanets or just asteroids from the asteroid belt that were floating around planets. Our solar system is a very busy place. You know, I've always wondered, where is the end of the solar system? Well, scientists still aren't sure, but past Neptune, there's the Kuiper belt which is a large range of comets and tiny dwarf planets. That's where Pluto hangs out. But then, even farther away, there is the Oort cloud. It's unlike the solar system, because you know, the solar system is laying flat. But the Oort cloud is sort of a giant bubble that encases the entire solar system. It's made up of ice and dust and lots of other materials that scientists don't even know about. The Oort cloud is surrounding the entire solar system. 
You know those Voyager 1 and Voyager 2 probes? Well, it'd take about 30,000 years for it to get past the Oort cloud. That's how thick it is. You know, no one has ever gone to the edge of the solar system before. And it might take over 30,000 years to get there for the Voyager 1 and Voyager 2 probes. Isn't that wow? All of these planets, moons, comets, and asteroids float inside the Oort cloud, just sort of like a protection barrier for the solar system. It's a little protection bubble. Now, speaking of which, let me get my telescope out, and let's try to see the Oort cloud. Uh, I don't see anything. Yeah, these telescopes can't reach there. Well, I'm going to go on and build a better telescope that can go beyond the Oort cloud. But first, what did we learn today? We learned that about 4.6 billion years ago, the solar system was just a big cosmic soup with clouds. As soon as a shockwave came along, it disrupted that cloud and caused it to collapse in on itself. And that was the birth of our own sun. After that, more planets followed, comets and moons and asteroids. All of these things make up the solar system today. But what is beyond the solar system? Well, scientists still aren't sure. But we do know that there's a Kuiper belt where lots of ice and comets and dwarf planets hang around. And beyond that, there is the Oort cloud. It's a giant cloud made of ice that encases the entire solar system like a protective bubble. Maybe you could be one of the scientists that figures out what the end of the solar system could be. Spectacular Science is produced and hosted by me, Akshay. Our theme song is by Charan Ramachandran. Please visit our website, spectacularsci.com, to find interactive activities, articles, blog posts, and all of our previous episodes. Please check them out! Please contact this podcast by going to spectacularsci.com slash contact or email us at podcast at spectacularsci.com. Please subscribe to Spectacular Science on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. We need your help to grow. Please recommend your f- this show to all your friends and family. Lastly, please write reviews and rate our show on Apple Podcasts. Thanks! Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and we'll see you on the next episode of Spectacular Science.